Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Kenneth Egan joins me. Kenneth, I mean, like, what a career you've had. I mean, silver medal in the Beijing Olympics, 10 Irish national senior titles in boxing. You you had some career and you're putting, I suppose, the kind of uh, the, the, the experience you've had of that career uh, you're putting it out for everybody in a show that's on RTE tonight. And uh, it's an amazing show called Secrets from the Sidelines. So tell everyone what the show is about. The show is about talking about the un- unsung heroes in Irish sport from all over the country in all different disciplines, you know, from Gaelic to hurling to basketball to boxing. And my piece would be just talking about, I suppose, the importance of trying to instill some kind of a a, a, a belief and a a structure for young kids from the ages of 10 to 16, 17. Yeah. And the importance of sport and the importance of mixing in the right, in the right uh, company for those years can really enhance and help kids throughout their, those tricky years of the, you know, those teenage years. So, but the volunteers that turn up every night in the cold, the wind, the snow, opening up doors, setting up clubs, setting up boxing rings, doing all that stuff, how important they are in our communities is second to none. And they need recognition, you know, and it's so important that people understand that it's not about the the high performance coaches. It's about these guys that are going in there voluntarily, working around the clock to try and get the best out of these kids, looking after them for the two hours every evening, guiding them, educating them, and then, you know, sending them back home with a a better headspace. Uh, Listen, you're absolutely preaching to the converter because look, I coach underage soccer, I coach boys and girls. And, do it six days a week and I tell you what I get more out of it than anyone else I absolutely love being a coach and I think it's amazing that there's a show made to to kind of you know showcase and and, and to to highlight what it, the work it is that coaches do but I, I know and I haven't seen the episode like the coaches get so much out of it as well yeah like and you know not not every great athlete will become a great coach. Mm. Now, I'm still learning as a, as a coach. I do small bits and pieces. I'm not a full-time coach. I don't claim to be. But you have some uh, coaches that are just naturals. They just know how to work with kids. They know how to work with young adults. And they're the real real gems of this show, you know. They don't want that in back. They just want to help out as much as they can. Yeah. And it, it's all on a voluntary basis. And that's what's beautiful. But if they can, like I said, guide these kids through those years, like I said, and it's just about they're really people they're, they're looking after these people and they're very fragile a lot of them you know in these tricky years 100% but the time they give is, is second to none and they're so welcoming and they, they, they believe in what they're doing and you know they work as a team and they get the best out of the kids every day every day they turn up and that's that's a special thing to have one of the things that struck me watching watching the show Secrets from the Sidelines is a comment that you made and I always think about this about athletes uh, elite athletes because one of the most important things about being, being playing any sport, but particularly at a high level, is how you react to defeat. And I just want to play a clip of you and the comment that you made in this, because I think this is really important. It's that feeling when you lose and you're going back to your dressing room and there's that silence and you're unwrapping your hands and you're thinking to yourself, what the hell am I doing this for? That hurt you feel in your gut of a loss. You know, it's devastating and it's horrible and it's a feeling that you don't ever want to experience again. But it's how you deal with that loss. It's how you learn from that loss. And it's how you change that negative into a positive going forward. And Kenneth, what what struck me about that is like that even when I'm coaching under 10 girls football, right? And it's like, you know, it is so far from elite level sport. 
But they have to. I have to deal with the fact that they're very upset when they lose. And no matter how much we say we don't count score, and no matter how much it's about the fun of the game and all that, you know, these kids aren't silly. They know when, obviously, when they lose a boxing match, they lose a basketball game, they lose at a swimming gala, whatever it is. And it's about how they react to that and how, you know, people like yourself who can impart a little bit of knowledge in that at the highest level makes such a difference to these kids. Even listening to that that quote that I gave there, you know, I, I, I don't see a difference between losing an Olympic final or losing a level A football match. You know, mm. there's, there's that pain, there's that, you know, that hurt, that underachieving, if you like, and that, you know, sorrow. But that's the feeling you get when you lose. But it's okay to lose, you see. It yeah. builds that character. And with the coaches that are on the show and that are in place, they teach these kids how to deal with that loss. It's not the end of the world. We move on, we learn from losses and we move on. I've lost lots of fights there throughout my career, loads of fights, but I kept coming back and knocking on the door. We let's go again, let's try again. Yeah. And that's the difference between that's how I got onto the Olympic podium. I didn't give up after the first loss or the second loss or the tenth loss. I kept knocking on the door, so there has to be another way to do this. So continuously learning, continuously self-improving. That's at the highest level. So there's no harm in losing. It's just don't think that a loss is a, is a negative. You know, it builds that character and it builds that it makes you want more, you know, it drives you on that bit more. There you go. And that's the thing, I suppose. There's so many lessons that can be learned from sport at any level that can be brought into. I mean, like, for example, I coach girls because like, like you, we, we spoke about it. I have twin daughters and they didn't have a football team. And all of a sudden I made them a football team. And now there's 30 odd girls playing football every week and whatever. And keeping girls in team sports as they go through their teenage years is such a challenge. But if you can do it in any sport, team sport or otherwise, but if you can keep them going they, they benefit so much. Lads benefit so much, as you said. The, the people who are vulnerable and the people who could get caught up in the wrong crowds can get such a bonus out of being part of some kind of sporting activity. And it matters. And it's the like, people, people who do it, people who coach it. I was, I was talking to my Kate there recently. You know, she does a bit of gymnastics. Mm. Now she's in a, a club now, Luke and Harrier's um, club, you know, for running. Yeah. And she mentions the Olympics every now and again. I want to be an Olympic gymnastic, g- gymnast. I want to be an Olympic runner. I says, listen, I'm, I back you 100%, but I said, it's not easy. You know, you have to train. You're going to have to train when you get older. You're going to have to train nearly every day. Yeah. You have to put the work in. You know, nothing comes easy in this life. No matter what it is, you have to put the work in to reap the rewards. It doesn't just happen overnight. There's a journey there. There's a, there's a, there's a, a roadmap that you have to kind of walk along. And, and there will be losses and there will be defeats and you will be sick of the sport and you'll course and you'll want to walk away from it. But what do you do with that? You step back into mm. it, into the zone, mm. and go again. That's the difference, you know. It really is not, Kenneth. Honestly, like the show is brilliant. I can't wait for everybody to see it. Uh, before we let you go, will you do the quick fire round with me here? I'm just going to throw some questions at you. Just answer these ones for me. Uh, what would Kenneth Egan like to be definitively known as the best in the world at? The best joke teller ever. <laughs> Have you got one off the top of your head there for me? We can challenge and see if you're any good. <laughs> these two guys walk into a bar. One says the other. I want the Guinness donkey. I'm going to the toilet. The barman says, why does he keep calling you a donkey? He always, he always calls you a <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you're up there. I'll give you that one. Um, who's the most famous person in your phone? Oh, who would that be now? It's a good one. Um, Andy Lee. Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty famous. That's pretty World famous. champion, world middleweight champion, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, think back to when you were in maybe uh, first or second class in school. What school were you in actually? What national school? I was in St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's, right. So go back Boys there school, yeah. in your head yeah. and tell me when you open up the lunchbox, 
for Susbjog little break, what was in Kenneth Egan's lunchbox? Ham sandwich. That was it. Just ham. Ham sandwich. <laughs> Things were tight back then. Yeah. <laughs> Hear you. Uh, who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? That's a good one. I mean, Brad you're... Pitt. Wow. Why Brad? <laughs> I mean, apart from just the fact that he's cool and handsome, but he, why, why he Brad? He's cool, he's handsome, and he was in Zombieland, wasn't he? Yeah, or, uh, yeah, World War Z, World War Z, that's what he World was World War Z, sorry, yeah. That's yeah, a great yeah, movie, yeah. I love that movie. It is, that's a cracker, it's yeah, a cracker. That's a good shout. And the final question is, uh, because I ask everyone this, because I don't, do you, Kenneth Egan, wash your legs in the shower? I do, yeah. Is it from years of like sweating so much in a boxing ring training that well, you had to wash them? twice a day, every day when we were competing. Right. Now I only shower once a week. <laughs> so you have to give it a scrub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell yeah. you, you're on the way to being the joke master. There's no doubt about that. Kenneth, <laughs> uh, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. And I really hope people tune in to Secrets from the Sidelines tonight at 9.35 on RTE. Kenneth, thank you so much for chatting. Thanks a million, Dave. Good all, stuff. All Fair the best. Vegas. See you later. Bye-bye. Cheers, pal. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dave Moore. On today. Day FM Podcast.